Hey everyone, my name is Jenny Watson, and if you're listening, you are listening to my very first podcast. Uh, this podcast is so new that I don't even know what it's called, and I don't even know what it's about. Um, but I'm going to start doing these kinds of things and uh, sharing with you guys what's going on. And for those of you that don't know, I have a business that I started um, called The Elderberry Company. And um, we make and sell elderberry syrup and tea. Um, and it's a pretty new company, and it's honestly something I started on accident that has uh, really just taken a life of its own. And I'm um, just making mistakes and accomplishing goals all at the same time. And so I'm going to use this podcast as just an avenue to share my experiences in my business and my journey. Um, I'm going to talk a lot about elderberry syrup, but I'm probably going to talk more about the things that I'm a little bit more passionate about. I am passionate about elderberry syrup, and I'll tell you why in a little bit, but there's also so many other things I'm passionate about. Um, I am a mom. I've got two um, two young ones, a one and a three-year-old. Um, I'm a wife. I'm married. um been married only seven years. Um, and I love Jesus. So, um, those things are kind of, um, the areas of my life that, that get me excited and that I, I just have, um, ideas, opinions on, um, that, that will probably come out in this blog. Um, but I, this isn't even a blog. This is a podcast. Um, but I don't even know where this podcast is going to be up. So bear with me. And, um, for those of you that, um, plan to subscribe. My husband's so funny. So I'm, uh, this is my first podcast. So I, I, we have a small house and thin walls. And so my husband's in the living room and I said, I'm, I'm going to record my first podcast. Do not listen. <coughs> and he said, Oh, I'm going to find that. I want to so say, he said, I won't listen, but I'm going to find that podcast and I'm going to subscribe to it. So he's just being silly, but, um, I'm not, I'm not just in my bedroom. I didn't believe that he wouldn't try to listen. So I am literally sitting on the floor in my closet doing my first podcast. (laughs) So yeah. Um, so for those of you that, uh, are planning on listening, there's just going to be a whole bunch of stuff that you're going to hear, but hopefully you'll be able to hear, um, the authentic me of, um, just the things that I am journeying through in being a new business owner and a stay at home mom with young ones at home. Cause that's really, um, been challenging for me. And I'll talk about that too, of just the challenges I face in trying to balance, um, becoming a business owner and taking care of little ones at home. So (coughs) elderberry syrup, that's what got me in this, um, this entire business mindset. Um, and like I said, it kind of started by accident. It didn't, it didn't really happen overnight, but it didn't happen intentionally either. So, um, so I'm just wanted to share that story with you guys. Um, where to begin? So I found elderberry syrup when I was pregnant, actually. I had I was pregnant with our first child, and I had a cold, and I didn't know what to take, and so I just, I went on like one of those mom Facebook groups, and I just said, hey, everyone, I got a cold, I'm pregnant, please tell me what I can take. And so many moms on there said, elderberry syrup, elderberry syrup, and I was like, I don't know what elderberry syrup is, 
and I don't know how to make it. I don't know how to get it. I don't know how to even get the ingredients to make it myself. So I'm not going to try it. So honestly, I didn't try it during my pregnancy, my first pregnancy at least. And it wasn't until, um, my oldest, um, first cold and flu season, the winter months that he started getting ear infections. I think he had two or three. Um, and it was just go to the doctor, get an antibiotic, it would go away, but then it would just come right back. And so we didn't, we never talked about tubes. I know that that is often a, something that young parents with uh, babies under one end up having to do. Uh, but we got through that cold and flu season and then he turned one in April and it was that summer he got another cold and I was like, I do not want to go through another ear infection. So I made, I found a a way to make elderberry syrup. I made it for the first time, gave it to him and it cleared him up so quickly. And not only just in that sickness, um, when I first gave it to him, but he's three and a half now. And we literally haven't even had to take him to the doctors. And so, um, we have found it effective for him and for myself, my husband, and now our other child too. So, um, so it's really just something that I believe in. So I started making it every winter. I would make my first batch. And so uh, it was the uh, fall of 2017 that I I just thought to myself as I'm making this batch of elderberry syrup, I said, I wish when I was pregnant and I needed a natural and effective remedy, I wish somebody would have have shared with me their, their batch or how to make it. And, um, and so that's what I did. I just, I went on Facebook and I wrote, making my first batch of elderberry syrup for the winter. If anybody wants to try it, um, let me know and I'll give you a, a sample of my batch. And I had, you know, maybe only like 10 people that, um, that were interested. And so I gave it out to those 10 people. And one of those people uh, was one of my friends and she said, Hey, if you ever wanted to, um, sell this, elderberry syrup, I would have like a hundred people that would want to buy it. And so I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Put it out on your Facebook, 20 bucks a jar and, um, have a message me. So she's like, okay. So she puts it up on her Facebook and I had like 20, 30 people that wanted to try it. And so, I mean, these people didn't know me, they knew her. So we were kind of friends of friends, but that weekend I made, you know, enough elderberry for those 20 people. And they came to my house that weekend and picked it up. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I put it out on my Facebook again. 20 bucks a jar, um, messaged me if you're interested and I had 30 people and it just kind of went from there. I mean, every weekend in November of that year, I just started putting it out there and people started asking about it, inquiring about it and then coming to pick up at my house. I'd have these strangers come to pick up at my house and I thought that was so strange. I thought if it was me, I don't think I would go to a stranger's house and pick up a jar of homemade elderberry syrup. But all these people took a chance on me. And, um, now with where my, my business is at, I'm so grateful for those first people that, that took a chance and came up to my door, rang the doorbell and grabbed a jar of elderberry syrup for me when they didn't even know who I was. It was pretty awesome. So, um, so kind of fast forward from there, that whole cold and flu season, I mean, I would have hundreds of people that would come to my, my doorstep and buy elderberry syrup for me. It was awesome. So I was working hard every week, making batches and selling them on the weekends. And, um, that kind of blossomed and, and led me into doing a farmer's market here where we're from. We're from Southern Indiana and, uh, that farmer's market was so much fun. I mean, I always, I still say this, that this is my, um, 
my favorite part of my week is the farmer's market. I love interacting with people and um, I love seeing my customers. I love educating my customers on what elderberry syrup is and how it can help them. Um, and our biggest three things that we um, we say um, elderberry syrup helps with, it helps with a lot of things, but the main ones are colds, flus, and allergies. And so um, that's, so that's something every single human faces, um, whether it's uh, a common cold, the actual flu, or seasonal allergies. So, um, so we did the farmer's market over the summer, this past summer, um, and it was so much fun, and it really grew my customer base, not just from people on Facebook, but now just like in the people that just happened to be at the farmer's market. So that grew me a lot, and um, that that kind of led me into my next cold and flu season, which is the current one we're in right now. Um, and I, I started at, with the school year, August, 2018, I was getting as many orders as I was getting at my busiest time, the previous cold and flu season. And so I knew that my business was going to really rev up as the cold months started, that I wasn't going to be able to do this in my house anymore. I had at that point, I had a three-year-old and and my one-year-old was just starting to walk and she was into everything. I mean, literally, if I just turned, if I didn't watch her for a second, she'd be like literally going into the toilet. So I was, it was a, a whole entire week in August that I, I was just cried. I just was like, I can't do this. And I felt, and this is a common thing that you will hear me talk about is that like, I felt like I wasn't being, I wasn't doing anything great. I was doing everything mediocre. I was being a mediocre mom. I was being a mediocre businesswoman, like I, a business owner. Like I just, I, I just, I knew I needed to separate the two. I could not, I could no longer do my business in my home kitchen anymore. And so that, um, kind of led me to where I'm at now, which is, um, a commercial kitchen that I rent. And I had, I had thought about it through the entire summer. I'd even interviewed or not interviewed, but I had even met with it kitchen that I'm actually in right now. And I met with them back in May and I walked away from that meeting kind of set on, I don't think a commercial kitchen's for me. I think I'm just gonna, I'm going to stay in my home. It's so, I mean, my margins are, were so big when I was just, my only costs were really my ingredients. (coughs) So I just was like, ah, oh, it just doesn't make sense. I've got little ones. I'm at home. I want to be at home. It just doesn't make sense for me to move my business outside of my home. But then once my one-year-old started walking and jumping into the toilet, I just said, I can't do it. And that was the week in August that I just cried and cried and cried. Um, and I knew I had to make a change. And so I just said, screw it. I'm doing it. I'm getting a commercial kitchen. Um, and I actually not get a commercial kitchen. I rent one for now. And I, my goal and my dreams are to, to own my own commercial kitchen someday, which is what you'll be here a lot about too. Um, so that's what I did. Um, I launched my online store October 1st and that was the big change. Cause a lot of people don't realize like when you make food in your home kitchen, your state really restricts you from where you can sell. So that whole first year of my business, I was making it in my home kitchen in my, the state of Indiana rightfully so, restricts home-based food vendors to just roadside stands and farmer's markets. So my house was my roadside stand, and then I did farmer's markets. And that's mostly to protect the public because you, they just, they're, it's an, it's, my kitchen was never inspected by the state. They didn't know how many, like, if I had any cats, like, that's what they always, like, when they would say it's like, the, they're called cottage laws is what the, 
<laughs> the law is um, that restricts home-based food vendors from where they can sell because they don't know if you have, you know, 20 cats in your house and they don't want you giving off a bunch of bad food to the public. So, um, I don't even know where I was going after that. Where was I going? (coughs) So October 1st, I mean the whole month of September, I was setting up my commercial kitchen. And so I did, I mean, the kitchen was there, I was renting it, but I needed to get inspected by the state and I needed to just jump through some, some hoops with that, get set up to sell online. Um, I rebranded my whole company um, I actually changed my name too. So I used to be the, uh, I used to be Louisville elderberry. And that was funny because I, when I, after I like, you know, put that Facebook thing out, <coughs> I'm sorry. After I put that Facebook thing out, um, <coughs> goodness gracious. Sorry about that. Um, you know, that first week when I put that Facebook thing out, and I kind of realized that this could be something. I was like, well, what should my company name be? I was like, well, I'm in this, a suburb of Louisville. It would be kind of cool if I was just called Louisville Elderberry. Like, that would sound pretty cool. So I just named myself Louisville Elderberry. And I remember I remember the exact moment where I was when I made a Facebook page. And I hit, I hit create. And that wasn't that scary. But what was so scary is when I invited all my friends and I hit invite. And it was almost like that was the point of no return. Or like that was the that was the jump that I made, um, to do something scary. I don't know if you guys ever do something scary or something that's like outside of your comfort zone. Um, but I feel like once I made that jump and I hit invite, um, to all my friends and family for this Facebook page, making elderberry syrup, um, after that, it, it became so much easier to take risks and take steps towards the business that I have today. And I feel like I'm constantly having to make those steps, but it was that first step that really just kind of ignited me and gave me that like itch to be an entrepreneur and like to set goals, accomplish goals and, um, and do this whole thing. So, um, so yeah, I, I changed my name. I was Louisville elderberry and now, and then I changed it to the elderberry co. <coughs> and then I launched on October 1st and I just remember, on October 1st, I was so excited. I like, I think the night before I made my husband stay up with me till midnight and I launched, like I made my store live. It was so fun. Um, and then on October 1st, you know, I start getting orders in cause you know, I had revved it up with my customer base and I just was like, you know, coming October 1st shipping nationwide. And so I had, I don't even, I don't even remember how many orders I had that first day. I mean, maybe, I don't even know, 30 or 40. Um, And I remember going into my garage and starting to pack orders. And I just thought to myself, this could be a reason why I never have to go back into the workforce. You know, I was an executive assistant before we had kids. And when we had kids, my husband and I just decided that we wanted me to be home with the kids. And so that's what I've been doing the last three years. And I've loved it, but I've hated it at the same time. I don't feel like it ever, the stay at home mom thing ever really clicked with me. Um, it was very challenging. It's been challenging since day one, but at the same time, it's a goal that my husband and I have set that we feel like it's the most important place for me to be. And so, um, and so 
you know, at, at some point I know my kids are going to go back to school. You know, I probably want to supplement our income with something. You know, I'm going to go back into the workforce at some point. I don't know if I'll be an assistant, go into psychology. Like, I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, but as I'm sitting there on October 1st, standing there and packing boxes, I'm thinking to myself, this could, this is like an actual thing. Like, this business could be a reason why I never have to go back in the workforce and I just work for myself. And this idea of working for myself became a reality when I didn't even know it was something I wanted to do. So, um, I feel very great, gracious and fortunate, um, just for, just for the way that God has led me into, into what I'm doing. And, um, I'll, I'll get better at like communicating this, but like, I really feel fast forwarding to now it's, um, almost February of 2019. I feel like I'm, I'm stepping into exactly what God created me to do. And it's nothing like I thought it was going to be. And it's probably not even going to look like this a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. But like, I feel so fulfilled and so, um, successful and just proud of myself. And, I feel like God is, is proud of me too. And that he's pleased with what I'm doing and that I'm doing things in a God honoring way that like, I can stand here and just say like, I am proud of myself. This is pretty cool. What I've done, this business that I've built. Um, I know that I, I've talked to my husband, my husband about this. Like, I know that I, I'm going to have the temptation to, um, to fall prey to just like, loving the admiration and, and the approval of other people. Like, I know that, and, and and even maybe greed, I don't, I don't do this for any money, really. I mean, the money's nice that comes in from my business, but I feel as like right now, I'm still kind of trying to shape the why behind what I do and why I do it, but I feel like right now it's the why behind what I'm doing is that I'm getting to show my children what it looks like to like step into what God has created them to do and to set goals and accomplish goals and to not put ourselves inside of a box. Like that's, but that's what it is right now. And I know it's going to change <coughs> and I'll take you guys along that journey with me. Um, but yeah, so back to October 1st. So I launched my business October 1st. Um, and it's now February and every single month I've, my sales have just gone increased, increased, increased. And so I'm at a point right now with my business, um, where it's going really well. I mean, I'm in my busy season, you know, my, my, my company, my business is elderberry syrup. And so a lot of times some people take it just during cold and flu season. Other people take it like during the school year when their kids are in school and just exposed to germs. And there's some people that take it all year round. And so we just, we always tell our customers to like, to do what's comfortable for you. Um, do your research. And, um, if you want to take it preventatively, take it preventatively. If you want to just take it when you start feeling sick, do that. You know, it's like, it's, it's whatever you feel like is best for you and your family. So we, we just, um, encourage people to, um, to do what they feel comfortable with. And honestly, like sometimes I, I, a lot of times I forget to take my elderberry syrup. I don't take it preventatively a lot just because I don't remember to. Um, and then I start getting the sniffles or I get that scratchy throat and I'll start taking it. And, um, and it, it just wipes out, wipes it out instantly. And so, um, one of the benefits of elderberry syrup is that it does cut the duration of colds and flus down. Um, it's immune boosting. It's got high, it's high in antioxidants. It's anti-inflammatory and antiviral. So, um, so yeah, 
what was I gonna, I don't even know, I don't even know how I'm gonna end this, this is what's great, is I'm gonna, you guys are listening to this, and you're like, this is kind of a weird podcast, we don't even know what she's talking about, and honestly, I don't even know what I'm talking about, um, so yeah, my plan is, um, to eventually move into my own commercial kitchen, and that's kind of honestly where I'm at right now, like, I literally talked to a landlord today about a space, and I've got a meeting next week with, um, just an expert on building a a commercial kitchen and what those costs look like. Um, somebody, you know, farther down the road for me that's done it and that can tell me kind of the things to look out for and what to expect, how much to, uh, that it might cost. And so I just know that, um, I might slow down a little bit in the late spring and then the summertime, but come August of this year, I need to be ready because I'm kind of capped right now. Like I'm, I'm, making my syrup once a week. This week we did two times a week because we're catching up on orders, but I'm selling everything I'm making. And so when I think about growing my business and increasing my sales, it's like, I can't really, because I, I guess, I mean, I could, that's, that's the tension I feel. And I think that this podcast will end, end up being more about the balance that I'm finding and the journey that I'm going on because like this is a crazy journey and I'm finding that I'm kind of like winging it as I'm going which I think is kind of fun and a lot of my customers are really interested in being a part of that journey and I get a lot of encouragement from them on the things that I'm doing and so I know that a lot of people appreciate authenticity and um, even sincerity is one of my core values of just being uh, present in every moment and just being me. So this podcast might, it probably honestly won't talk about elderberry syrup that much because like I love elderberry syrup, but like I'm not like a health nut. I don't eat entirely clean and healthy. I love my ibuprofen when I have a headache. Um, and so I, I always joke that like my hippie level is about 20% like in that, maybe not even 20%. I mean, I take, I use elderberry syrup. I use essential oils and I birth my babies at home. And so the birthing babies at home gets people, they're like, that's crazy. So that might up my hippie rating to maybe like 60 or 70%. Um, but I just am more passionate about, I'm passionate about several things, but off the top of my head on my podcast, I'm passionate about showing other women that they can do something similar to what I've done and that they don't have to, a lot of times when families go from two incomes down to one income, it's normally because the mom's mom wants to stay at home. And I think that's great. I think it's great if you want to work too and be outside the home. Um, I really believe that whatever you feel like your family needs is what you should do. And so, um, but some moms that go down to one income, they end up not being able to meet that lifestyle. And so they need to supplement their income. And then they always just kind of go to what's what they first find, which is a lot of MLM companies where they're kind of forced into the sales position and it's not their personality. And uh, it just kind of crashes and burns sometimes. And so I don't want I don't want women to feel like they don't have other options and that they can't think outside the box and accomplish things that they never thought they would accomplish. So I'm not even sure, like, I'm not even, I I feel like I get nervous because I feel like I'm not even an expert at what I've, what I'm doing and what I've done. Um, and a, a lot, a big purpose of this podcast is for me to kind of just put my junk out there, find my voice 
and just get better at communicating with people what I'm doing and inviting them alongside of me. And if it grows my elderberry sales and I get more customers from it, great. That's awesome. Um, but if I, if I can increase my impact and, and speak to people that might benefit from what I say, um, and point them to Jesus at the same time, like that's, that's it for me. You know, that's the why behind this podcast. And so, um, yeah, I don't, I can't tell you what the next, next podcast is going to be about, but I'm going to commit to doing this regularly. I don't even know where I'm going to put it. I'm going to try not to let my husband find it and subscribe to it, but I hope that he's my first subscriber. So <laughs> thanks so much for listening. Um, and whatever this podcast is called, um, subscribe to it and start listening and you'll journey with me through this, these beginning stages of my business, um, as a mom of young kids, um, as a follower of Jesus and yeah, just as me. So thanks guys. Appreciate it. And we will catch you on the next podcast.